This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Plant School Podcast. I'm Rachel, and here we learn about plants, how to care for them, how they work, and I keep it simple and taught in a way that anyone from beginner to expert can enjoy. Join me in Plant School. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm so glad to have you guys here for episode 58 of Plant School. Today, we are we're doing something different. So... I was supposed to be doing an episode about seeds, but my heart just really was not into it. I was really tired the night I was researching it, and I just, I needed motivation to stay awake and keep going. I was, I was pooped. I was cleaning my windows all day, guys, and so I was just so tired. I wanted to do something interesting, and that would keep me awake. No offense to seeds, but I decided that I wanted to kind of start a new type of episode. As you can see in the title, I wanted to highlight women in botany. And so today, for our very first one, we are going to be covering a woman named Kate Sessions. And I think you guys are going to love her just as much as I do. She is an amazing woman. But let me first tell you how this episode came about because it was inspired by one of you. It was a viewer or a listener. We're not viewers here. It was inspired by a listener. They reached out to me. They sent me a sweet message and an article about the history of the Hakaranda trees in San Diego. And I loved the article. It talked extensively about Kate Sessions, who was the one who really played a part in their history and bringing them to San Diego. So I wanted to know more about her. Credit goes to Nick for this episode. You know who you are. And let's just get right into this. So introducing Kate Sessions, her full name is Catherine Olivia Kate Sessions. So Kate was her nickname. She was born on November 8th, 1857 on Knob Hill in San Francisco, California, and she died on March 24th, 1940. So she was 82 years old when she passed away. And this may just be me, but I have a sneaking suspicion in my mind. I feel like gardeners and people who have jobs working outside, they just, I feel like they live extra long. I, maybe I'm biased, you know, because I do love gardening, but it's just great exercise. It's therapeutic. We'll see if this holds true as we go throughout Women in Botany. We'll see if all of them live to an old age. But Kate Sessions, she's an American botanist, horticulturist, and landscape architect. Sometimes I feel like all those words, those titles kind of jumble together. So let me, let's go into what each of those mean just really quick. Botanist 
is an expert in or a student of the scientific study of plants. A horticulturist is an expert in garden cultivation and management. And a landscape architect is a person who designs outdoor environments, especially harmonizing parks or gardens with buildings and roads. Three very different things. She was all of them. She worked long enough that she became an expert in botany, horticulture, and landscape architecture. Diving into Kate's early life. At age six, her and her family moved to a farm next to Lake Merritt in Oakland, California. There are no farms there anymore. I looked on Google Maps and it is all city now, but you know, she was born back in the 1850s. Southern California was kind of a barren, empty land when Sessions was growing up there. There was not much there, not very many people there either. But as a teenager, she grew up and she loved to collect flowers and press them. Her mother was an avid gardener, so that may have played a role into her love of plants. And when she turned 15, her mom gave her a little black leather bound notebook and Kate used it to preserve specimens. She titled her book Herbarium and she did it through leaf fragments on the cover. She spelled out the word herbarium through leaf fragments, which I thought was very creative. And today you can actually go see the book. It's found in the San Diego Natural History Museum, which is located in Balboa Park. So after high school, she traveled with her family for two months to the Sandwich Islands, which are now Hawaii, in case you weren't familiar with that. And this may have influenced her love for tropical plants, being able to go there and spend time over there. And you'll see why as we go later on in this podcast. She attended UC Berkeley, which is University of California, in 1881, and she graduated with a degree in natural science. 1880s. This was a very rare thing for a woman to graduate in sciences. In fact, Kate Sessions was the first woman in the U.S. to receive a degree in natural science. You can kind of see already how outstanding of a woman she was, being the first to get a degree in natural science, and she she keeps going this way. She never backs down. Her essay for graduation was titled The Natural Sciences as a Field for Women's Labor. So you can tell that she was a woman's activist and believed that women belonged in the field of natural sciences, which I am totally behind you, Kate Sessions, because girl, I'm one of you. So while at business school, after she got her degree, she was hoping to go into banking or chemistry, and she was living in San Francisco going to business school when a friend asked her if she wanted to move to San Diego to come and teach. And Kate Sessions, she accepted. It was very common for educated women to become teachers because it was one of their only options was to become a teacher. So in 1883, she was working as an eighth grade teacher. She taught math and she was also a vice principal at Russ School, which is now San Diego High School. And she was there for over a year until she left due to health problems. So after she was done with teaching, she stayed in San Diego and she moved into the cultivation of plants. I'm pretty sure we're safe in saying that's where her heart 
has always been. Not in teaching, not in banking or chemistry, but it was always with plants. So in 1885, she partnered with her friends, Mr. and Mrs. Solon Blaisdell. They owned Poway Orchard, and her partnership with them, it lasted a few years, and then it, it just dissolved, and she kept up a flower shop that she had started while doing this. And she also had started her own business with growing fields and nurseries, eventually in Coronado, Pacific Beach, and Mission Hills. And for more than 50 years, she was the sole proprietor of her own nursery business, which was unheard of in this male-dominated world of horticulture. And I kind of did a little digging into, into some of these nurseries that she opened. One of them is still open and running. So the Mission Hills Nursery was sold to her employees, the Antonicelli brothers, in 1926, and it's still being operated by the Palafox family. The Antonicelli brothers sold it to the Palafox family, and that's where it's been since. It's San Diego's oldest nursery and garden center. I looked at their website, and they still pay homage to their founder, Kate Sessions. So as I was kind of perusing around their website. This is what it says about her and kind of how they came about. So this is directly from their website. It says Mission Hills Nursery was founded in 1910 by the mother of Balboa Park, Kate Sessions. Kate Sessions began it and it was just a house with a little yard that she sold her plants out of. It's less than an acre and when people first come in they are amazed. They think okay the top of the nursery and then they start wandering back here and like Wow, this is an oasis in the middle of the city. What we've always said in the past is you can buy your plants anywhere, but what we give you is the knowledge to know what to do with the plant once you get it home, or if it's the right plant for you to take home. We always think that Kate would like what we're doing. She would appreciate it. At the Mission Hills Nursery, we still nurture the vision of the woman who planted the first seed. I thought that was really cute that they are still honoring her in their nursery, even though it has been, let's see, when did she start it? 1910. It's been 112 years and they are still honoring her. I just think that's really neat. Going back to Kate and her life, at 28 years of age, she was the leading plant dealer in the area. And it helped that there was explosive growth in the region. She was involved with the landscaping, introducing new plants, instructing classes, and helping all these new people and the city planners that were having to deal with this growth. She was appointed supervisor of agriculture and landscaper for the city schools in 1915 and taught horticulture and botany to school children. She overall just wielded an enormous influence over the development of San Diego, starting when she was fairly young in her life. So moving into, I would say, her crowning achievement, kind of the biggest lasting effect that we see from Kate Sessions. She, as I mentioned before, one of her titles is the mother of Balboa Park, or as it was known in the past, City Park. If you aren't familiar with Balboa Park, it's I don't know, I feel like it's comparable in fame to New York's Central Park or London's Hyde Park. It's San Diego's park, like it's a big deal. I feel like my grandmother lived in San Diego, so anytime we would go visit her, we would often go to Balboa Park. There's museums in it, there's very beautiful gardens, and you can walk around and just enjoy the scenery. It's a really beautiful place. 
how it started is not how it looks now, of course, but there was growing interest in the U.S. to have more parks across the country, and so San Diego decided to set aside 1,200 acres in the center of the city, and they named it City Park, and this was back in 1868. So it sat there since. They didn't have any resources to develop it, and it was kind of unattractive, and it was described as having scattered trash, stray animals, and being a pest house. After 24 years after the city had set it aside, all this land for City Park, in 1892, Sessions struck up a deal with the city of San Diego for them to give her or lease 30 acres of land in Balboa Park, and she would use it as her growing fields. But in return, she agreed to plant 100 trees a year in this park that was just barren land at this point. And she also agreed that she would plant 300 trees a year in other parts of San Diego, outside of the park. Every year, 100 trees in the park, 300 trees out around San Diego. And this arrangement left the park with an array of cypress, pines, oaks, pepper trees, eucalyptus, because they were grown in her gardens from seeds imported from around the world. And if you go to Balboa Park today, virtually all of those big older trees that you can still see were planted by Kate Sessions. This deal lasted 10 years, so 10 times 100, that's 1,000 trees in the park, and 10 times 300, that's 3,000 trees outside of the park, right, around San Diego. So approximately 4,000 trees in those 10 years she was planting. And this woman basically invented Southern California's flora as we now know it because she was the one picking out what kind of trees were going where and bringing in all these new tropical plants that did really well in Southern California's environment. She was instrumental in the formation of Park Improvement Committee in San Diego and they, what they did, they assured that the park had a place in the life of the community of San Diego. And San Diego didn't look as it does now before she exerted her influence of her choice of exotic and tropical plants. I don't know how much I can highlight that. It was a lot of brush. There wasn't all these tropical plants when you go through today that you will see. Moving on, she, outside of making Balboa Park for what it is today, she's credited with importing and popularizing jacaranda trees, which San Diego is now well known for. And I don't know if you guys are currently obsessed with Encanto, but my children are. The movie, it's a Disney movie that you can find on Disney Plus, but my children are obsessed. We've been listening to the music nonstop. And if you listen close, I you don't have to listen close. She repeats it quite a bit and it's hard to miss it. But she talks about Hakaranda trees. So I'm going to play you the clip, just a few seconds of it, so I don't break any copyright rules. But let me pull it up real quick. And also I should mention that this song from Encanto is the one titled What Else Can I Do? Sung by Isabella, if you guys are familiar with the movie. Be, 
So I hope you guys heard that. But she said a hurricane of hakarandas, which Kate Sessions, our girl, has brought into San Diego. So hakaranda trees, they're really cool. They have these beautiful blue blooms. And what's neat about the color blue in nature is that less than 10% of the world's flowering plants have the ability to produce blue flowers in the first place. It's just a very rare color in nature. It's not super common. And the LAist, which is a Los Angeles news source, describes the scene when the Hakaranda trees bloom. They say ordinary trees explode in a riotous violet haze. Palm Drive becomes a tunnel. North Whittier, a lavender canopy. Stansbury Street is engulfed. The Santa Monica stretch of Hakaranda trees from Wilshire to Colorado on 3rd is a designated city landmark, and for good reason. I don't know a lot of those streets. Maybe those of you who are in California or who have visited or lived there know those better than I do. These trees bloom in late spring. It's kind of hard to know when they're going to bloom. I've personally never seen them in bloom and I think going on a road trip to see these in LA would be the coolest thing. Just timing it right would be really difficult to do. The LAist article goes on to say that they have one person to thank for their profusion of the Hakaranda trees. A pioneering woman who is arguably the Johnny Appleseed of not just Hakaranda trees, but a host of other iconic Southern California flora. Her name is Kate Sessions, and she spent more than 50 years importing seeds and plants into Southern California. She is credited with introducing and popularizing more than 143 species in Southern California, including our beloved bougainvilleas, birds of paradise, yellow oleander, star jasmine, and of course, hakaranda trees. Just as a note, in her time, there wasn't a lot known about introducing a species and having it compete with native local plants. That wasn't something on their mind. She actually brought a few rare and endangered species from other areas that have thrived in Southern California and kind of saved them from complete extinction. So we have her to thank for that. On the flip side, she did use a lot of native plants and she campaigned her whole life for civic beautification and intelligent development of city parklands. I could go on and on about the things she has done, all the little details. I want to hit a few highlights of some of her other achievements outside of her introducing all of these beautiful plants to Southern California and outside of her achievements in Balboa Park for making it what it is today. So she co-founded the San Diego Floral Association in 1907, and it is the oldest gardening club in Southern California. She contributed hundreds of articles to this organization. They had a magazine called The California Garden, and she was constantly publishing in that. She helped organize San Diego's first Arbor Day that was celebrated in 1904 at the California Pacific International Exposition in 1935. They had a day dedicated to session September 22nd where she was named the mother of Balboa Park. So that's where she officially got that name. So she was alive to see that she had a whole day dedicated to her 
and got that title of Mother of Balboa Park. In 1939, just a year before she passed away, she became the first woman to receive the prestigious Frank N. Meyer Medal of the American Genetic Association. The first woman in 1939. And in the San Diego area, they have a Kate Sessions Elementary School in Pacific Beach bearing her name. And there's the Kate O. Sessions Memorial Park on Mount Soledad, located less than a mile from the school. She was one of the founding members of the Ebel Society, which was a women's cultural and study club and a women's activist group. There is a bronze statue of Sessions. It was dedicated in 1998, so much later after she had um, passed on from this life, and it's situated in a prominent location in Balboa Park in the southwest corner of Sefton Plaza, near 6th Avenue entrance to the park. So if you're familiar with the park and you want to go in and see her statue, you can go in the 6th Avenue entrance and see her there. In 2006, the Women's Museum of California inducted Sessions into the San Diego County Women's Hall of Fame under the title of Trailblazer. And there is a popular children's book from 2013 about Kate Sessions titled The Tree Lady, the true story of how one tree-loving woman changed a city forever. And yes, I have put a hold for it in my library. I know it's a children's book, but I didn't want anyone else to take it while I wait for a good day to get to the library with my boy. So it's on hold. We're going to go pick it up and you betcha that my boys are going to learn about Kate Sessions. <laughs> and just to kind of wrap up Kate Sessions at the end of her life, she never married in her 82 years. It was said that she enjoyed her personal autonomy and freedom from household responsibilities that were expected from women at the time. I'm sure that was something that was very rare at that time. And in December of 1939, she fell while gardening and she broke her hip and caught pneumonia and she died that following March. But it's reported that while she was dealing with all of this and getting close to passing on, she requested to see Glenn Rick, who was the San Diego city planner. And he was working on developing the freeway and she wanted to describe to him what things should be planted alongside the freeway and give him that information personally, which I think says a lot about this woman, how much she really cared for the community that she lived in and grew up in and was beautifying, that one of her last things she wanted to do before she moved on was to help the city planner know what to plant alongside the freeway. I think that says a lot about her. And as I've talked about, her legacy lives on in the enormous trees found all over Balboa Park. If you ever have the chance to go visit it, I hope that this podcast episode makes it even more meaningful for you to see that this woman, Kate Sessions, has left a beautiful mark upon the city of San Diego. And just the difference that one woman can make. I loved it. I loved doing this episode, guys. I don't know if you could tell. So let me know if you guys like this episode too, and I will either keep doing Women in Botany, where we will highlight a woman who is in a botanic field or in horticulture. And if you don't want me to keep doing it, I probably will still keep doing it. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, but it's the truth. But I think these women deserve attention for all the achievements that they performed in their life. I already have a few ideas of which women I would want to highlight next, but if you have any ideas, I am all ears. Send me an article. It could very well spark the next episode of this podcast or just send me your ideas. I love to hear them. I love to hear from you guys in general. And I really appreciate Nick for inspiring this episode about Kate Sessions. And I hope that you guys have a great week. And I also hope that you will tune in next week for the next episode of Plant School. Thank you guys so much for being here and listening. Thank you for being here and listening today, and I hope you'll join me next week. If you'd like to support this podcast and keep it going, you can find the support link below in the description and donate. Or, I have some awesome Plant School merch, including stickers, shirts, and mugs, and the link to my shop is in the description as well. And if you don't want to spend any money but still support the podcast, share this podcast with a friend, either verbally or electronically. This will even qualify you for my giveaway. Just message me on Instagram at tinnyplant that you shared the podcast with a friend, and you'll be entered in for a chance to win some goodies. Winners will be announced on the podcast. Again, thank you for listening and I hope you have a great week.